Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Marianne Rose. You are about to embark on a relevant and timely journey of thought with registered psychologist, Dr. Cyrus Dirksen. Thank you for tuning in and expect to be enlightened right now. Hey, Cyrus. Hey, Marianne. How are you doing today? Doing very good, thank you. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Okay, Surah, Surah. Amen. Whatever will be, will be. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that feels like some kind of Northern European. Wasn't it a musical? Like, I think so. The Sound of Music? No. Somebody knows who's listening yes. and they're already mm-hmm. embarrassed for us. That, <laughs> <laughs> that we don't know. Uh, I feel Spanish or Italian. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it's from. either. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But life, mm-hmm. whatever will be, will be. Yes. That's life is the Mm -hmm. name of our show. Mm -hmm. Yes. What an important thing to talk about is life and what gives life, how life works. Yeah. Yeah. Do we just feel a quick release like that to be giving up in a way for what happens will just happen serendipitously and Mm. we won't have control on anything. Mm -hmm. Have everything loosely so... How is that for a mentality? <laughs> <laughs> so should we be quesada, sada? Is that a good thing? Yeah. <laughs> should we just allow? Yeah. I think it's important for us to be able to move in and out of difficult things, to be prepared for difficult things, to be able to bend and not break. So I do feel like it's nice to be resilient. Yeah. Um, do you think that that's what that means a little mm, bit, is mm-hmm. what will be means that you're able to bend. I like that meaning, if that's what it means. I like that idea. I like the idea of whatever will come, I am willing. You know, whatever will come, Mm -hmm. I am willing. I can cope. I will cope. I mean, I think there is a fatalistic, powerless, hopeless interpretation of that. Like, whatever will be, will be, and there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I will do. I am powerless in this, and so I might as well just give up now. I don't like that one. I don't, <laughs> I don't either. I don't like that one. I think I like imagining them dancing mm. and twirling and saying, hey, Sarah, in mm-hmm. a happy kind mm-hmm. of way. Mm-hmm. So they are appreciating the freeness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I think that it reminds me of that's life mm. in the spirit. Mm-hmm. That there is a joy mm-hmm. and a dance and a praise, mm-hmm. a worship, regardless of hard times or in those hard mm-hmm. times, that there is this joy, even in a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of being able to think things through. I like the idea of being able to change your mind. But there's a freedom that comes, you know, if we're talking about being in the spirit and being in faith, there's a freedom that comes to rest yourself in a belief that is settled. It's like I've thought about it, I've prayed about it, I'm settled in my spirit on this belief, and whatever will come, will come. And whether I see or whether I don't see, whether I experience or whether I don't experience, whether I have blessing or whether I have hardship, whether it's clear or whether it's confused, I am okay. And I will celebrate in the times that are comfortable and the times that are uncomfortable. And que sera, sera, I am at peace helps if you know Mm -hmm. God's will Mm -hmm. in a situation so that you can Mm. really be at peace like Mm -hmm. the story of the Virgin Mary Mm. when she received the word from the angel that 
she was going to have God himself mm-hmm. have her accept his son, like in the spirit that she would become pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal for a 15, yeah. 16 year old to mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're going to be pregnant. Yeah. And how will this be? She's never known a man. Yeah. She's, you know, known mm-hmm. in the term of mm-hmm. intimacy, the way that you would get pregnant. And that was something that humbled her mm-hmm. because she knew something already. Mm-hmm the way that she could say, be it unto me. Mm-hmm. I am the Lord's servant. Mm-hmm. I am willing that this would be this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she had to have known him. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's a reality that for people who are believers, for people who are following Jesus and are in the spirit that way, there's a reality where it's like you don't choose your assignments. I mean, unless I guess he allows you to, but like, there is a willingness, right, to kind of be like, I will accept the assignments. I am the Lord's servant. And whether it's glorious or famous, or whether it's quiet and humble, whether it's comfortable, whether it's uncomfortable, whether it's clear, or whether it requires leaps of blind faith, I am the Lord's servant. And that's not easy. That's not an easy place to be, where you are putting yourself in the hands of another it's a hard step but honestly it's easy and it's not easy it's like it's not easy for people to give up control but what a beautiful place to be once you're there to be like I trust and that trust can see you through so much Mm -hmm. that is a hard place that she had to be Mm. the reality of those things could have Mm. overwhelmed her yeah and I kind of wonder about her being accepting like was that because she Mm-hmm. had something in her heart that stirred with joy mm. that had that okay Sarah Sarah mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if her response was giddy mm. at all I wonder if because she knew him mm-hmm. so she would have this hope and this wonder so I don't think he just puts things on people that are like you're gonna suffer now <laughs> here's your task and it's bad because I'm God and I said so. Not, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> not, no. not my experience of him. And no. I feel like I've known him. I mean, we don't know a lot about Mary's earlier years and her experiences with God. But I have to say for myself, if I was to hear her response, I mean, she may just have that kind of faith bubble up in her miraculously or divinely, but it sounds practiced to me. When you hear about how the Lord has worked with other people, in the Bible and not in the Bible in order to get to places of hardship where they're able to reflexively give this faith-filled response. Usually the Lord has taught them that in other circumstances. There's been a process where they have built this relationship that you're talking about where it's like, I have this trust because I have these experiences and now when put in this next circumstance, I mean, I'm guessing Mary had some awareness of what she was facing and I'm guessing she had some like trepidation But my guess is that she reflexively just responded as the Lord had trained her heart to respond in this, whatever you say, Lord, you know, like, I trust you. And then there was probably, you know, progressive reality of what it actually meant. Our brains don't process things all that quickly. So I'm sure there were levels of understanding as she went along. This is so beautiful. Mm. Because the Bible talks about us Mm. now, Mm -hmm. after all of these years from that beautiful first manifestation Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. the Son of God on the planet, that we can carry 
the son of God mm. in a mm-hmm. new kind of way like we're not pregnant <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. although there's all kinds of metaphors and ways we can talk about mm-hmm. having a birth experience or sure. spiritual new things coming out of us and yeah 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 having that life in us mm-hmm. that we are in him and mm-hmm. he's in us mm-hmm. in a very literal mm-hmm. way when it comes to a spirit being now this he came and then he was a body mm-hmm. in that way but in us now it's the spirit mm-hmm. and that's how he explained it was going to be too it's just like this is good mm-hmm. when he ascended mm-hmm. back into heaven after his resurrection mm-hmm. and it's good I'm sending you the spirit it's going to be better for you than me being here in a physical body and then mm-hmm. we get to receive him mm-hmm. yeah this supernatural connection the supernatural unity which goes beyond potentially what you can have with another physical person you can have connection with physical people of course and it can be profound but to be able to be unified with Christ in spirit can go beyond anything somebody can experience physically we are seated with him in heavenly places the bible says well jesus himself prayed this prayer that ask as we are one Mm -hmm. he was talking to the father father as you and i are one Mm -hmm. that they be in you as Mm -hmm. i am in you Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that we will be in them Mm -hmm. and so there's this outrageous reality in the spirit of Mm -hmm. that prayer coming true Mm -hmm. that that's a prayer answered Mm -hmm. by god's spirit really being in us yeah when you start to think about some of these mysteries they just boggle your mind when you think about the fact that god loves us when we understand how god sees the world and his perfection and the reality of what we've done and what humans have done what each of us have done that he would love us is just kind of hard to believe hard to really comprehend and then the kind of love like the unity that he talks about being one considering us his children the idea of giving us authority, the kinds of authority that he talks about is really hard to understand. And there's mystery there. I mean, when I think about the mysteries of God, you know, you could talk about, oh, that he exists, you know, he can do all these things. But the mysteries, I think, are way more profound in his relationship with us. It's like, okay, yeah, I mean, it's actually fairly easy for me to believe that there is something greater than and something that's stronger. I mean, when I look out my window and I see trees and I'm like, how does that just happen? You know, my shirt doesn't button itself when I put it in the dryer. You know, like these things don't just happen. But then to think that, you know, that thing would love me. And I don't know. Those kinds of things are just overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And I love to be overwhelmed by that overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And if somebody's listening right now and this is new mm. to you to even think about this greatness of the spirit life within that you're called to live because we all are Mm -hmm. that we have a greater Mm -hmm. place within us and i love the word mystery that Mm -hmm. you used Mm -hmm. there's a scripture that says and this is the mystery Mm -hmm. christ in you Mm -hmm. that's so beautiful yeah yeah it is a mystery it's a beautiful mystery and it's a wonderful thing for us to not fully understand it can be hard Mm -hmm but it's much more energizing, exciting. It's much more healing. I think one of the biggest things that people struggle with in life, whether they have an awareness of it or not, is just the fact that they're lovable. And then God gives us this profound experience, this profound 
reality of his love for us and just touching that is so healing for people Mm -hmm. it touches this very deep part of us that this deep wound in almost every person yes i would argue to say every person that produces any kind of number of problems and relationships or views emotional problems come from you know and god can touch that seed um with this love which changes everything it absolutely changes everything Mm -hmm. i have been found Wanting, I have mm. been found needing. I have been found empty. I have been found whining. I have mm. been found all <laughs> kinds of ways of miserable. And the greater place I only want to be found is in Him, mm. because all these other places, mm-hmm. empty places, weak, lowly, I know they're precious, mm. and I don't want to be dismissive of low and mm-hmm. weak. Because there is such a priceless place to be there. Mm. You had a beautiful message on Sunday. Mm. In your sermon for Maplecrest Church, you were mm-hmm. speaking about weakness. Mm-hmm. I was talking about weakness, and I was talking about leadership. And I was calling everybody into leadership. And one of the points that I made was that weakness can help us in our leadership. Weakness can qualify us almost in God's kingdom for leadership. And there's even stories in the Bible of God engaging in processes that weaken people in order to give them more leadership, in order to give them more authority. Now, there's lots of times when we experience difficult things, and I'm not saying that those are all things that God is intending or designing in order to increase our leadership. However, there are some, like for example, the story I was referencing was a story of Gideon who was to fight for freedom for his people and God asked him to decrease the size of his army on purpose and so that was a God-ordained weakness in order to glorify God in the victory and I think that when we're thinking about these weaknesses in our lives that we go through things that we experience we can look at them as curses and maybe they were produced in evil circumstances But even then, they can be something that God can shine his light through. Mm -hmm. And God can glorify himself. Because how could I ever do something like this without him? He's the one who does it. And so that's a beautiful thing that can kind of come out of weakness. Like I can have a reaction to that. I can feel very angry Mm -hmm. and pretty Mm -hmm. upset that you even said it. (laughs) I can just, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to be weak. What are you saying? And what do you mean God puts me through weaknesses? (laughs) Hey, come on. God is only good. It's like, okay, yeah, he is actually only good. So then what in the world does that even mean? If he's good, that weakness Mm -hmm. that I'm feeling really Mm -hmm. confronted by, Mm -hmm. maybe angry about, don't like that you said it those mm. kinds of responses that I have are just feeling mm. like mm-hmm. ah, 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 it's okay because something is stirring mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. it's more profound than you realize to say the word weakness mm-hmm. that's why I immediately jumped on it and went like oh no mm. I can't call this bad mm. I can't mm-hmm. call this anything other than precious because mm. it is in that low mm. place mm-hmm. that we are really found yeah I talked about this whole being lost Mm -hmm. and this weakness and lowness. And that's where I want to be found. Mm -hmm. Because it's the only place I'm found Mm -hmm. is the most important part for me. Mm -hmm. Nothing else matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've come to that many times. Mm -hmm. To frustration, usually Mm -hmm. first, Mm -hmm. then that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think to even put that in more context, one of the most significant things that I think God does for us when I say increasing weakness or weakness qualifies us isn't so much that he has to weaken us. It's primarily building our own awareness of how weak we are as people and how we need him for everything. And it's like, Gideon, you already need me. You're already too weak for this. I'm the one who's going to do it. But you're going to get confused and you're going to think that you did it yourself. And so I'm just making it clear that you're already needing my help. Yes. So when we're talking about this, it's not like, oh, I want you weak or something like that. It's more like, I want you strong, but I want you with me. And you already need me. We already have to work together. Yes. But it's better for you. It's better for us to understand how the world really works. You know, it's better for us to understand that we're only victorious through him. And it's a proposal to make you aware of the truth. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. You have missed out on defeat. Mm. You have walked this earth mm-hmm. already mm-hmm. not seeing mm-hmm. something fall mm-hmm. because you had a turned up head mm-hmm. towards God and that transformed a situation you maybe didn't even know was going to be the mm-hmm. loss of the battle. Mm-hmm. Like Gideon, if right. he didn't have mm-hmm. the drop and yeah. you know where God was showing him all that. Yes. If he would have gone into that battle with his own victory, would it have even been a victory? Probably not. That's the point. God wanted to save him. Yes. Let me partner with you. And it'll be easier if you know how much you need me. (laughs) (laughs) It'll just be easier. (laughs) Oh, you need me already, you know, but you need to ask. God believes in us asking him for help, in us depending on him. He doesn't want to be forceful. He doesn't want to force people. And I think that's just a beautiful part of his character. It's so wonderful that we have a God that wants an invitation, that wants us to call on him. Such a blessing. I agree. And calling on him is something that brings us life. Mm -hmm. He is the way, the Mm. truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. And our show title today is That's Life. Mm. And what is life? Mm -hmm. And I think we are sharing a lot about what it is in the spirit. Mm-hmm. When I enter into the Spirit to speak with God, I love going in and just appreciating Him just mm-hmm. because I'm so happy mm. <laughs> that He exists. I do believe He is good. More often than not, I feel like I've discovered that personally. Mm-hmm. I could write a book, and I probably should, <laughs> of what kind of goodness. Mm-hmm. Come mm-hmm. on, like mm-hmm. I just spell it out. I have so many things He's mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. personally to lift mm-hmm. me out of the darkness really found me mm-hmm. really in that lost mm-hmm. place really lost mm-hmm. really hurt I am saved like that is real mm-hmm. and I just want to be able to spend my life telling him how thankful I am and mm-hmm. just wow mm-hmm. that we can do that mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing to be aware. And it brings life. I think it brings us life for us to see our need for him, for him to intervene. I really don't know of much else that brings as much life as being aware of God helping you, being aware of God speaking to you, directing you, working with him. It's odd to say that one of the most invigorating, life-giving things is a word or a sentence. But when it's from God, when it's divine... The effect is overwhelming for people. 
it changes things and their spirit changes things and their emotions and their mind the way they think it creates intrigue it creates a challenge it creates purpose in life there's nothing that i know of there's no rock climbing skydiving new food you know new relationship that can compare with the energy that's created in a person's life just from having a touch from god yeah. and to me that's amazing when i see that it's like that's just so much evidence just on itself that we were made for him it's like wow that's like a key going in a lock where it's like we can do so much and we have this part in the process but without this key the engine doesn't turn and when you see the key go in and you see the key turn and the engine turn on and you see that like wow this person's brought to life through a simple mm-hmm. mundane word but it's actually divine like I could have said that but it has no effect but then from the divine it just changes their entire world it's just this new understanding of how humans are created to operate what we're really made for and we have that gift now to be able to give and just speaking life and truth Mm. our own testimony really of what we have experienced why these words are said with such conviction Mm -hmm. and I just can tell there is a depth in this time that we're having talking about life, mm-hmm. talking about God as life, talking about Jesus as life, mm. that that is bringing life. Mm-hmm. I wonder that there are ones that are listening that are excited mm-hmm. in that way that we mm-hmm. began, you know, mm-hmm. the dance of the unknown, but it's like, here we go. Mm. And just being able to speak mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People need to hear that. They need to hear what really brings life mm-hmm. and what will bring you to life. If you're not feeling that life, now you can have a touch from the divine and I think it can be muted. I think it can be muted by your understanding, maybe your belief that it's actually God or something like that. I think God's always reaching out and it's muted by the stuff that can kind of get in the way. Um, but if you're looking for something that's actually going to help you come to life, to experience life, maybe not all the pleasantness necessarily, but to feel the energy of it, to feel the intrigue, uh, to, to not be bored, that's what I would point to. I would say go on a journey to encounter a real divine experience of God, yeah. and there's nothing like it. And it begins with hearing, mm-hmm. like we've spoken mm-hmm. all these words, and then mm-hmm. speaking, mm-hmm. adding to what you've heard, yeah. letting it go into your heart as what you speak. Mm-hmm. is truth sometimes that can happen just by opening up mm-hmm. a bible verse and or a few or two or three or four chapters or mm-hmm. you can be endless in there and then receive it as life a lot of life is spoken in the gospels like the mm-hmm. first four mm-hmm. books of the new testament matthew mark mm-hmm. luke and john mm-hmm. the words of jesus and some of them are contextual because they are spoken to people in that time mm-hmm. but are really relevant for us mm-hmm. now too mm-hmm. The words that Paul spoke and wrote about in the next several books of the Bible are really personal. Now this is what it is like when the Mm. Spirit speaks, Mm -hmm. and he is speaking by the Spirit. Mm -hmm. God himself wanted to use him. Those books are Mm. God's words by the Holy Spirit's revelation given Mm. to Paul. Mm -hmm. And so we have that now, and these words are Mm -hmm. Mm life-changing. You won't be the same if you take them to heart and believe Mm. that they're from God. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Cyrus. Thank you, Marianne. Well, that was an honor to get to spend that time with you. 
appreciate you tuning in. Please check out more of Dr. Cyrus at maplecrestchurch.ca and at drcyrusdirksen.com. Thanks again and tune in next time for Bridging the Gap. I'm Marianne Rose. Hate so much.